You're listening to the Empowered Divorce Podcast, where women support women who have experienced betrayal trauma and abuse and are now facing divorce. Here, you'll learn tools and concepts to help guide your journey from a place of empowerment by trusting yourself and becoming the chooser in your life. I'm your host, Amy Woolsey. Thanks for joining. Hello, hello, my amazing, beautiful listeners. How are you today? Thank you for joining me. All right, I'm going on vacation with my family. We are doing a a camper across the country, heaven help me. But I want to do something for you listeners. As much as I wish I could do something for all of you, I want to offer two listeners a $100 Visa gift card to use this summer to do something towards a vacation with your kids or yourself. So if you go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review, I will choose two listeners from those reviews. Actually, Scott will choose two listeners from those reviews. And then I will send to those two listeners the gift card because I want to help you eliminate all those excuses that your brain is going to offer you as to why you can't do this with your children. And so maybe if you had just a little nudge, maybe one less thing that your brain can throw at you as a reason to not go do an activity or something with your children. Let's see, this will air on the 15th. So the week after on the 22nd, I will announce those two winners. And if this is not something that you need, you can still leave a review. All right. I want to talk today about vacations in the summer. This was so difficult for me. And I remember being in this place where, like you heard me talk a couple weeks ago, where I saw everyone else doing the vacations or my ex doing the vacations and I was working and in this mind space of I'm never going to be able to do this again for so many reasons, right? But in the space of not knowing how even to make this work, how it how it's supposed to look. So hopefully today's episode helps push your brain a little bit more into that empowerment and hopefully the incentive of maybe a little extra cash to help you accomplish that will also help you. I want to start by telling you about my first camping trip with the kids, our first little like vacation with me as a single mom. And for me, camping was a great way to start. It was cheap. (laughs) And my dad so generously offered me all the camping gear that he wasn't using. I grew up doing this and I thought that actually my marriage would be like, we would be a camping family. That didn't happen. So hell or high water, I was going to do this trip. My motivation was not only just to have an experience with the kids, which you're going to hear, oh boy, did we ever, but I was in this space of, I am woman, hear me roar. I don't need a man. I was bound and determined to make this a success. I worked a few extra jobs to be able to save up and not financially suffer for taking a couple days off of work. So that excuse wasn't available to me anymore. I loaded up the back of my new old Explorer and got everything ready. Kids were excited. I was probably more excited than they were, but I was trying to convince them that we were going to have a really good time. (laughs) I think they honestly were a little scared too. Like, how are we going to do this without dad? (laughs) But thank goodness they trusted me. So got things packed. We drove into the mountains of Arizona. And as soon as you hit that elevation, the air goes from stagnant, stale, blistering hot 
to cool breeze and just fresh air. All of our hands and heads were hanging out the windows like puppies. It was invigorating. We drove into the park. And in fact, I remember as soon as we got into that transition of the air, right, where you're just like, well, you start to see actually green, the color green, <laughs> rather than brown dirt from living in Arizona. And yeah, the windows can go down. You feel like you can actually breathe. And I'll never forget that moment of just independence and breathing in freedom and breathing in this new life that I was creating. So we drove into the park, camping park, and I was looking for a spot that would be a little bit more isolated just so that we could feel kind of, you know, space around us. And so I'm driving all the way back into the woods. And as I'm driving through the windy dirt roads, I had made a U-turn to kind of explore this different direction. And all of a sudden, I hear that dreaded sound. Yeah, the air leaving my tire. I immediately knew that I had to find a quick spot to pull over because that's where we were going to end up camping and probably now living. Because at that moment, I also remembered instantly that I took my spare tire out of the back to make room for all of the camping gear. I know, right? Just, just, yeah, not very smart, but lessons learned. So I pull over, I tell the kids we're here. And then I start figuring out how in the heck I'm going to get out of there because we made it, but we aren't going anywhere. And I had driven so far back into the woods that it was like, oh my gosh, no one is going to drive back here. Like no one's going to see us. I'm going to have to hike miles to even see a car. So anyways, I'm like, well, whatever. I'm not going anywhere immediately. So I assigned the kids setting up the tent and putting the camp together, getting them busy. I said a quick prayer and I was just like, all right, God, I'm going to need a little bit of help here. Long story short, a few hours later, we did wave down a random driver who I swear God told him to go the wrong way because the guy literally, like when I waved him down and we told him what was happening and he agreed to help, his wife even said that they had took a wrong turn. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I love how things work out. But they were actually on their way out and agreed to take my tire that had a hole in it to get it repaired but he wasn't going to be able to come back and bring it all, you know, all the way back to me for another day and a half. We were now going to be there for three days and I had only planned to be there for a day and a half. So we improvised. We made the most of it. We added a great memory to our first trip alone with mom going camping. That was in the books and we made a tradition out of it. And every year we went, something hard happened. In fact, the very next year we went, we drove to another area in that campground where we had access to a different part of the lake. We took a trolling motorboat out and the battery they gave us died. And so my oldest and I had to row across the lake against the wind. Oh my gosh, we were dying. And the boys kept saying, we're going to die out here because literally it felt like we were going nowhere because of that wind. It took us hours. We were so tired, so burnt. But... When we got back, I have this beautiful picture of both of McKenna and I, our arms up like strong women, 
because we felt so strong and independent getting ourselves out of that situation. It was hard, but we got through it and added another beautiful experience to remember a book together. I did it. I did it alone. It wasn't perfect and it didn't have to be. So as you think about taking a family trip, first, don't take a spare tire out of the car. And whatever that looks like for you and your situation this trip, I want you to notice what obstacles your brain is offering you around this idea. Just get curious about those thoughts. Remember, they're just thoughts. Is it money? Is it time? Maybe it's the fear of doing it alone because what if, like me, a tire pops in the middle of nowhere and what do you do? It worked out. You will figure it out, which leads to self-doubt. Trust that you will figure it out. A lot of times we get into that, we get stuck in the self-pity rather than self-compassion. Self-pity is believing that, that you're somehow inferior, less than in some way. It's a really self-focused reaction that does not include helping yourself or receiving help. If you lean into more of that self-compassion and believe that you are capable and that you're also capable of asking for help and getting help. Another thing I see sometimes that at least kept me from doing and creating these experiences was envy. We get stuck in envy, which according to researcher Brene Brown, this occurs when we want something that another has. And oh my gosh, I had so much envy after my divorce. Here I was cleaning other people's big, beautiful homes while I was in this tiny apartment. I was watching their pets while they were on vacation. While I, at the time, felt I couldn't ever go on a vacation. I'm watching husbands and wives love each other while mine betrayed. I was green with envy. It was my new favorite color. But this envy can keep us from believing that we too can create similar experiences for ourselves if we choose. And it just takes one conscious step towards it. After divorce, when your situation and circumstances have changed, especially financially, environmentally, then we do have to shift our expectation. But that doesn't mean that options aren't still available. If you're having a hard time with that, this is where coaching can really, really help with getting rid of some of those blocks that your brain's offering you there to see the options. But I didn't believe that I could have a vacation or take my kids on one until I did. So what are your beliefs that you have right now around vacationing and fun with the kids during the summer. What are some of those limiting beliefs? And let's just, even if your higher self is kind of arguing with it, I want you to notice if you're still not doing the thing, right? Then we want to drop into that awareness and curiosity to see what are those thoughts that might subconsciously be chosen over maybe the higher self-thoughts that deep down you really do believe that you can do it. Notice any of those thoughts that might be creeping up like, I can't, right? I can't take time off. I can't afford it. I can't do it alone. Or I have to, I have to work. I have to be the bad guy. Why my ex is the one that does, that goes on the vacations. I shouldn't spend the money. I shouldn't have to do this alone. It's not supposed to be this way. It's not supposed to be so hard. It will never work out. Are all of those thoughts 100% true, like actually true? And how do you even know that it's true? 
What if those thoughts weren't available to you? What if the thought, I can't afford it, wasn't available to you? Then what would you do? What would you figure out? What would you create? What would you do instead? How can you improvise? So here are three tools to help you create the experience that you desire around this. Number one, what are you hoping the result will be? If your desire is to go on a vacation or do something, do an experience, even if this is just like a day-long thing, right? You want to create this experience outing with your children. What are you hoping the results are going to be? Okay, now this is your results. So this isn't a, I want my kids to have fun or I want everything to go perfect, right? You don't have any control over that. This is going to be based on what you can control and you cannot control the results that your children will have, only you. So memories, opportunities to connect, opportunities to try new things. And maybe this is just for you to prove to yourself that you can do it, that you are capable. So what do you want your result to be? Number two, what do you want to feel in this experience of going on vacation with the kids? What is that emotion? Pull up the emotions wheel. And I want you to remember that you are the one that creates your emotion. The activity, the experience itself does not create this emotion. That's why I want you to approach it of what do I want to choose to feel during this experience? And step into that empowerment, knowing that you will create this with number three, what will you need to think in order to feel the emotion that you just chose? If you want to feel empowered, let's say that's the emotion I want to feel. So I want to leave this experience and feel empowered after we do this thing. Maybe the thought is, I can figure this out no matter what gets in the way, or I am capable of making this happen. Let's say you want to feel excited. Then maybe the thought is, this will be quite the adventure. Or here's to making the most out of the unknown, right? Like you get to choose the thought that will create that emotion. And then that is the thought that you practice over and over and over to get the results that you want. Notice how the other automatic thoughts will creep in. Like this was a stupid idea. (laughs) What was I thinking? Why did I take the damn tire out of the back of the car? I totally know better than that. Those thoughts will definitely creep in. But ultimately, the practice is to consciously choose these new thoughts because this is how you create the experience that you want, no matter the outcome. All right. I think the hardest thing that gets in our way And what I see a lot of the times is the experience of our children on these outings. We want them to have a good time. We want them to feel happy and excited. We might be wanting them to feel like our vacation and outing is better than the other parents' vacation and outing. And this is one of those thoughts that you want to notice. Are you doing that comparative thinking, which is going to create suffering, right? If you entertain those thoughts of, This vacation needs to be better than their dad's vacation or they need to like me better on vacation, right? When you're trying to control your children's thoughts and feelings and experience and results that they get through this, then you are not functioning from that place of empowerment. You are not actually going to show up for them in the way that I know each of you want to. 
it is totally okay if your children do not experience the same results that you do on this outing or vacation. It is totally okay for them to have feelings. In fact, we don't want to make their feelings mean anything about our capability as a mother because that's your job. That's your business, right? Firing Katie's three businesses, God's business, your business, and others. Your children's emotions are not yours to control. They're yours to honor and to hold space for. So you focus on the experience that you want to have and I promise that will help you show up in a way that no matter what the kids feel, it will be safe for them. All right, everyone, don't forget to enter the drawing raffle. No, that sounds stupid. The gift giveaway. That's it. (laughs) Don't forget to enter the giveaway. Leave your review on Apple. We will randomly pick a name out of that hat. Two names. And I will announce those winners and you will receive a $100 Visa gift card for your family vacation or outing as an empowered divorced woman who is choosing to create the summer that you want because you can. Take care, everybody. Summertime is a great time to remember that you are not your body. Who you are is 100% of worth and value, no matter what. Need a little help learning to love your body? Okay, learning to just maybe like your body? Check out my free body love course that you can take right now and start practicing new thoughts about your body. Also, if you haven't read the book, More Than a Body Yet, add that to your summer read list. The links will be in the show notes. See you soon.